Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. Welcome. Thanks for pulling up a chair. We are seven weeks into the IFSC's 2013 Bouldering World Cup season, at least here in our little podcast world. And today we are spotlighting the final round from Log Dragomer, Slovenia, which was the fourth stop on that 2013 Bouldering circuit. It took place on May 12th, 2013. The live stream of this event's final round opens with rain rain and just rain we see we see somebody scampering out of this drizzle we see a crowd huddling under a big event tent which will serve as the the venue for this competition we see a camera person in a big rain jacket everyone seeking shelter from the rain but we do get our requisite introduction from our commentator our presenter just like the previous competitions this season Daniel Finn who says Log Dragomer is actually only seven years old at this point as a municipality, and Slovenia as a country is young as well, just about two decades old or so, a little bit more than that, here in 2013. And Daniel Finn, he's so he's standing outside as he's doing this this little introduction, so we know that it's pre-recorded because it's very clearly not raining. The backdrop behind Daniel Finn as he talks, it looks really just verdant and bucolic there are some green rolling hills and some raised vines there's a farmhouse type of building over his shoulder but unfortunately there's some audio issues during this opening monologue and music from inside the venue is playing over this nice little pre-recorded introduction it's a little bit distracting it's hard to hear what exactly Daniel Finn is saying but we do hear him enough to get his big sizzle quip where he links the setting to the World Cup in question. So he says, Slovenia is a country that is used to overcoming obstacles through adaptation, and that is exactly what our climbers are going to have to emulate here to stand a chance at taking the podium away from the natives. That's his opening. Then we cut to the actual live stream, no more pre-recorded segment, and a presentation of the event finalists on the stage, on the bouldering mats. So your six finalists for the final round here at Log Dragomer are, in the men's division, Sean McCall of Canada, Thomas Tophorn of Germany, Dmitry Sherfutinov of Russia, Jan Hoyer of Germany, Cedric Lachat of Switzerland, and James Cassay of Australia. Now, one of the things you will note as we're being presented with these finalists, there's some nice funk music playing in the background as opposed to just the standard music from the DJ. The, there's a, a live band there that's slipping into a nice little tight groove. and So that's just something that uh, it it gives this, It's the live band gives this event some some character. It's definitely an identifier for this season that we're here in Log Dragomer and there's a live band. Uh, but anyway, so those names, the, the men finalists, there's you'll notice some new names thrown into the mix for the first time here in 2013. There's Sean McCall, there's Jan Hoyer, there's James Cassay. So we'll just have to see how they perform throughout this, this final round. 
The six women finalists are Anne-Laurie Chevrier of France. She's reappearing here in a finals. It's been a couple years. She hasn't made a final since, I, I think, 2011. So she's, she's back into the mix. Uh, her compatriot from France, Melissa Leneve, is also a finalist. Shauna Coxie of Great Britain. Akio Noguchi of Japan. Mina Markovic of Slovenia, who will be the hometown or home country favorite. And last but not least, Anna Storr. Those are your six, those round out the six women finalists. Anna Storr, of course, looking to earn her fourth gold medal in a row from this season. So we'll have to see if she can do it. As the finalists are being presented, there's actually a choreographed dance performance going on on a side stage before the before the climbing actually starts. There's a trio of dancers and they're doing moving to a couple different songs. Then we see the climbers in the periphery start to move towards the the bouldering wall for observation. The wall for this event is it's bright green. It's got these really bold colored panels. Climbers look around, go through the boulders, and then we are underway. James Cassay and Anne-Laurie Chevrier are the first climbers out. As a quick side note here, if you rewatch this live stream, as I did, and you've got headphones in, then you'll notice that Daniel Finn's commentary throughout the event only comes, comes through one ear or one speaker. So just be ready for that, that little sound glitch as you watch this. Um, so men's and women's one. The, the first boulder for the men, it shoots straight up an arete and it finishes with an overhanging upper section. There's this little paddle dyno at the top. It's actually the first time that we've seen something like that, seen a little paddle, paddle dyno for this 2013 season. It's a pretty modern move. James Cassay, he tops it, and soon after, all the other men top it as well. But the big moments of this boulder come when Sean McCall comes out and flashes it. And just shortly after that, Jan Hoyer tops it as well after a couple of attempts. So right there, a couple of those newbie finalists for this season that we mentioned, they're really pulling ahead kind of early. The boulder itself was probably a little bit undercooked, but it does provide some, some good early showcase performances from Sean McCall and Jan Hoyer. Women's number one, it works up a series of uh, a series of roofs, and there's some big blue slopey edges along the way. At one point, the competitors have to commit to a big jump and catch one of the blue grips with a, with an undercling. Anne-Laurie Chevrier, the first climber, she struggles on it. The first real big surprise, though, comes when Akio Noguchi struggles on this boulder as well. She has trouble with the, the upper slopers, and she can't end up getting a top. Daniel Finn on commentary says, it's strange to see Akio not flashing or at least getting to the top. And after that, just a couple minutes later, then the rest of the women, most of the women, including Shauna Coxie and Anna Storr, end up, end up topping it. On to the second boulder, the, the men's second boulder. It has a, a really quirky feature. There's a really unique profile to this boulder. It's a it's a big roof with a hanging half-cylinder panel. It's the back of a spherical volume, the flat back of a, of a half-spherical volume. That's the start, and the competitors have to pull up that half-cylinder panel to get established and, and then head more or less straight up the face of, 
of some pyramid-shaped volumes and whatnot. For all the uniqueness of this boulder from an aesthetic point of view, it's it ends up being somewhat of a dud. It's, it's too overcooked. Nobody ends up topping it in the men's division. Although Sean McCall does... He is able to extend his lead a little bit because he he does secure the bonus. The second women's boulder, it is also a kind of a unique, it has kind of a unique aesthetic. It, there are about a, a 11 or a dozen little yellow crimps and pinches that are arranged in a circular pattern on, on the wall, um, kind of split by this arete, and the competitors have to crank through them and Several of them try trailing the feet with some heel hooks as they ascend. It actually proves to be a pretty deceptively hard boulder. The workable beta ends to ends up being uh, rather than going straight up through the the dozen or the dozen of pinches and crimps, the competitors should angle to the right and try to try to pad the arete with their left hand as they move their right hand up the the right side of those arranged yellow circular holds. Anna Storr, she extends her lead by topping this thing, but Melissa Leneve tops it too, and Melissa Leneve also topped the first boulder, so she's right there at Anna's, Anna Storr's heels here by the end of this second boulder. Nobody else tops it, including Akio Noguchi, who continues to uh, to struggle a little bit here in this, in this round, unable to top this boulder or, or the first one. So at the halfway point here, a little score assessment... In the men's division, Sean McCall and Jan Hoyer are leading the way. Everyone else is in this kind of a bottleneck below them. In the women's division, Anastor is looking fairly unstoppable at this point, although, as we stated, Melissa Leneve is, is keeping the pressure on her. Heading into the third boulders, we do get some more good funk music coming from that in-house band in our little tent venue here, which kind of rocks us into the, the later part of this of this round. Men's three, it's a little bit, it looks kind of vertical, but I think there is a little bit of slab to it. It's got two sides that, where the holds kind of mirror each other. These identical holds on each side of it, some big spherical volumes, and there's some small jibs, and then there's this big commitment finish at the end. But again, it proves to be Sean McCall with the most impressive performance of the group. He goes out there and he tops this thing with the least amount of attempts. Closely behind him, Jan Hoyer tops it as well. I think it takes Jan six attempts. So Jan Hoyer stays in the mix high atop the pack. And a couple of the other men get totally shut down by it. So it really does seem to be Sean McCall and Jan Hoyer battling it out. On the third women's boulder, um, this boulder, the, the competitors have to work up a pair of dihedrals with there's some stemming. And they have to just kind of go up over these big spherical volumes. The big drama for this boulder comes when Anastor, she gets past the cruxes. So she's able to march up the dihedrals and she's able to move across the spheres, but she can't quite snag the, the top hold once she gets a she gets a few fingers on it, but then she can't hold it. So there's some nervousness from the crowd because everybody knows if Anastor is unable to top this boulder, it would really open up the scores a bit. And Daniel Finn he describes her attempt on commentary by saying, Anastor, making the problem making the problem part of the wall that we thought would be the tricky bit, making that look easy. It was only that last little section that she just slipped off there. So Daniel Finn doing a nice job of really adding to the drama here. 
But it all ends up being kind of a moot point because Anastor ends up getting to the top on her next go. And Akio Noguchi actually comes out and rallies a little bit. She gets the top two, but here heading into the fourth boulder, she's Akio Noguchi is she's she's in a little bit of a hole. The fourth and final boulders, both of them for the men and the women are overhangs. The men is this compression type of boulder. It's on the overhangs pretty steep with uh, some spherical volumes on the way, <laughs> spherical volumes along the way. So you might notice a theme here. These big spherical volumes seem to be the the star of the show, at least from a route setting perspective. Sean McCall comes out and he flashes this thing. And in doing so, he concludes a really spectacular round from him, basically leading from the whole way, the whole way through this final round. Nobody else in the men's division ends up topping it although Jan Hoyer gets to a zone to create just a little bit more distance from the rest of the the rest of the field. All in all, the boulder does it does an adequate job of splitting up the field a little bit, not only with Sean's tops, but then uh, with some zones, with some flashes to zones. So it's a nice little conclusion to everything that has happened before it. Nice way to close out the round. Women's four also, uh, as said, a really steep overhang, but it's on some prism-shaped volumes rather than spherical volumes. And there's some notable stuff here with some flashes by Melissa Leneve and then Mina Markovic. But by the time Anastor comes out, she has already earned the gold. Anastor has already earned the gold with the way the scores and the attempts from the other women line up. Anastor gives it a really good effort. She actually ends up climbing past the buzzer, but as we are in the four-minute-plus era, she's allowed to continue climbing until she falls, so she tries and tries to mantle over the lip of the overhang, but she just can't do it. So Anastor does not top this one, which is a little bit surprising since it does end up seeing tops by a few others. But as said, Anastor just happened to have done enough on the previous boulders to keep a, a firm grip on that on that gold medal. So the podium the podiums end up looking like this. The men's division, the gold medal goes to Sean McCall of Canada. Silver medal goes to Jan Hoyer of Germany. So right there, it's good to see the two of them, Sean and Jan, as some new names for this season, entering into the mix and doing extremely well. Third place, the bronze medal goes to Dmitry Sherefutnov of Russia. So, Sean McCall, Jan Hoyer, Dmitry Sherefutnov. That's how it lines up. The women's podium, Anna Stor of Austria. She takes the gold medal. In doing so, she remains undefeated for this 2013 season and extends her win streak to four events. The silver medal goes to Melissa Leneve of France, who was anchored by flashes of the first and the and the last boulder. And the third place goes to Shauna Coxie of Great Britain. Quickly, some highlights, some takeaways, all that stuff. Sean McCall, it, he is a, a legend on the circuit. He's absolutely, undeniably one of the most famous Canadian competitors of all time. He has influenced hundreds, if not thousands, of other Canadian competitors at this point, he's he'll eventually become an Olympian. So looking back now, if you were to do a retrospective on Sean McCall's competition career, this final round here in Log Dragomer in 2013 would be one of the showcases per, showcase performances. It's vintage Sean McCall, and it is definitely one of the big highlights is just 
watching Sean on all four of these boulders. A second highlight, Anna Storr, as we said, she extends her win streak here, and it's enjoyable watching her do that, but it's especially enjoyable since Melissa Laneve really present, presented a close challenge here in the women's division throughout this round. To kind of contrast that, to contrast the women's division, if you pan out a little bit and look at the men's division in 2013, it's it's really shaping up to be somewhat of a free-for-all so far. You have Dmitry Sharifutinov, who won one event. You have Killian Fischuber, who won one event. You have Jakob Schubert, who won one event. And notice that Killian Fischuber and Jakob Schubert weren't even finalists here in Log Dragomer. And, I, and of course, here you had Sean McCall winning. So we'll have to see if any of them or anyone else can can kind of flex a little bit by putting together some some consistency with multiple comps, multiple victories for the remain the remainder of the season. Um, so that's all for now. That's all from Log Dragomer. Thanks for joining me here. It's a fun one, and we will see you next time, next round on past podiums. before we get out of here thanks again for listening also thanks to audio coffee and cube studios for doing the music for this episode and if you'd like to go back and watch the round that i just talked about it's available for viewing on the international federation of sport climbing youtube channel see you next time